Hello. We, I am Diane, your host. Michelle. Michelle and I are the hosts of Our Journey Sisters Speak. Just two sisters chatting it up about everyday issues. Today we have a special guest. Oh my goodness. Hey. My nephew, my little nephew, Steve. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I'm gonna, Steven is actually only one year younger than me, so I, I have to, you know, I have to take that win, Steven. I have to. 365 days happened, like one time, one year, and I've been paying for it the rest of my life. The rest of your life. So we uh, last episode talked about communication and relationships. And Steven said, look, I had a lot to say while I was listening to that episode. So this episode, we want to say, hey, we want to listen. We want to hear from our listeners. Exactly. This way you may be able to shine some light on some things that we may not have considered. And it's always good to get somebody else's point of view in our discussion. Okay, so some of the takeaways from the last episode. I came up with three thought-provoking questions. Is this relationship worth keeping? Am I willing to do what it takes to keep it? And when should I walk away? Okay. So Steven, what are some things that you say, wait a minute, I got something to say? Let me just be clear in what you were saying your three are, right? Is this relationship worth keeping? Yes. Right? Is this this partnership, this, right, relationship, is it worth keeping? Uh, the second one, am I willing to do what it takes to keep it working or to keep it together? Yes. Okay. Um, and the third was, should I? So like, I might be willing to do it, but should I? Is it in the best interest of either myself or the relationship? Yeah, should I keep it or should I just say, I'm walking away? Okay, should I keep the relationship or should I walk away? When when do I just say, you know, it, it's not been, yeah, it's not beneficial to me. Well, here's the thing about each of those questions. Um, is this, relationship worth keeping means that you have to know not only what your partner is giving you, right, but also what they are capable. Like you have to assume some things about their capability. Okay, okay. I like that. I like that. Because you might be willing to do something, but you are not capable of doing, you know. Um, for example, you might be willing to pay professional baseball because you get a few million dollars a year, right? <laughs> yeah. But you are not but you are not capable. Okay. Now you have arms and limbs and you can swing a bat like and you got legs like everyone else on the field, but still your skill level is not high enough that you are capable of achieving that. I'm following you. Okay. So if you think about those, do you understand that the relationship worth, the relationship being worth keeping is really all about 
what you specifically want. Like what, what you, you want, can, what right? you want, yes. Okay. And what the other person can give you. Yes okay. or no? I mean, that's part of it, sure. But you don't have any control over them. True. You have no control over whether not only this other person, right? Because these three questions also apply to the other person in the relationship. True, right? true. So let me, let me stop you there. So I'm getting, I want this relationship to work. I would like for the other person to do certain things that are beneficial to me, but do this person possess the capability to give me what I need? Are we on yeah. the same page so far? Exactly. So let me jump in on that one. That's when the communication piece uh, plays into it because you're unsure if your partner is capable of doing that. But how is your partner aware of what it is that you need unless you communicate that with your partner? I think that's a great point. Um, that is one of the points that I did love about y'all's conversation, which was, it is all about communication. Uh, communication though, is like this, I'm gonna use the word nebulous, right? It's a nebulous concept. like. Communication to me is like that heart-to-heart, -heart, intimate um, type of conversation where you know that you are, you are reaching each other on that heart level. Mm -hmm. For some folks, communication is simply an exchange of words. It's an exchange of information and, and facts, okay? Mm -hmm. and, that, and that is it. Now, you are both using the same word. Right. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're, 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 you're using words like uh, love and uh, I do. Yes, I want to. I hear you, etc. But is it being taken to heart? Uh, are you truly communicating? Right. So some folks, they think they're communicating. They are not. OK. So how do you how do we know we're not communicating? I used to have a, a teacher in middle school, and he had this sign on the, the um, bulletin board, you cannot not communicate. I didn't understand what that meant. <laughs> but we are always communicating something. Now, whether or not we're communicating effectively is the problem. Am I communicating with my partner clearly what I want, what I expect, and are they receiving it the way I feel it or I hear it in my head? Are they interpreting it the same way? Well, that goes back to that's something that I'm recently learning about to rephrase what that person has said to you and say it back to them so that way that person has a clear understanding of what it is that you're trying to say. Because we can all assume that the other person understands the message that we're trying to relay, but it's how that person perceives it. So that's why it's important to repeat what that person has said to you. So that way you have a clearer understanding that you received what it is that they're trying to say. 
Do you do that, Stephen? Yes. In fact, um, it's something that I have been studying for the last nine months. Okay. Uh, I have found that humans, like in general, communicate um, when it comes to me saying something and then like when you're talking about someone says it back to me, right? Mm-hmm. We have we do poorly at that in general as a society and it leads to so much miscommunication, um, miscommunication that we don't even recognize is happening sometimes. True. And oh, and oh my gosh. So let's say you're communicating, you are miscommunicating and you don't even know that you are doing it. Exactly, exactly. Because, I mean, we cannot be at fault or I cannot, it's not my fault that you perceived it the way you perceived it. But I don't know that you perceived it the way you did if you don't speak it to me. Mm -hmm. So why don't we do that? I don't think we've ever been taught to do that. And that's why you know, when it comes to relationships or what have you, I think it's very important to start off doing that and almost training each other how to do that on how to communicate with each other. And I think people would have a better understanding and a clearer understanding of what is being said, but it has to be taught. And that's what we've never been taught to do. Okay, so say I've never been taught this. My parents didn't teach me. My teacher didn't teach me. But I know I love this person. Mm -hmm. I love this job. You know, it's up to me to say, but I don't really, I don't want to lose this thing. So how can I make this better? Comments on that. Well, what I thought about right away is you're talking about sort of the end of a relationship or the middle of a re- of the relationship, right? Like something has gone on and now you're at a decision point where like, is this worth keeping? Uh, yes, I think it's worth keeping. How do I communicate to my partner? But really, we got to start way, 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 way in the front. First, and you guys start. Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. Don't wait till it's almost over. Let's start from day one. How important is this relationship to me? Let's say we argued over you put the, the didn't put the toilet seat down. Mm-hmm. Let's communicate about that so that doesn't become a big thing because this relationship is important. I feel like you're okay. frustrated early on. You already know that there are problems that are existing. And it's important to communicate depending on if you are really into this person. Yeah, because I I remember we said on the previous episode, we are all from different backgrounds, different households, unless we were raised in the same household. And even kids raised in the same household don't see things the same way. So going into a relationship of any kind, we have to understand that. We have to understand your opinion is not my opinion. My, you know, we don't think the same. 
but we started this relationship for a reason. Whatever relationship it is, we started it for a reason. Is that reason a good reason? Is it a reason I want to continue with? But I think moving into my next relationship, it's important for me to have a real sit down conversation with my partner and say, listen, I have found in my previous relationships that communication seemed to have been a key factor in why it didn't work out. What I would like and what, I'm, what I would need from you is for us to learn how to communicate and then model what does that look like? Okay. So that gives that person a better understanding of what it is that you are looking for and maybe they can give their opinion as to what they need to help with that communication piece. Okay. But I feel like it should be done early on before you get into anything beyond that. So I, I agree, I agree. I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, no, no. no, no, you're good. Um, and and let, me just, let me just riff off that. Um, you know, you feel like you should sit down with your significant other or potentially significant other and have a conversation about communication because it's crucial to the success of a relationship. And I think that's wonderful. That is good. That is right and good and true. And yes, yes, yes. However, before you got to that point in time, point in your, I'm going to say feelings, Mm -hmm. Right, that, that you you wanted to have that conversation. You felt like it was the right time. Like prior to that, were they, and were you, right, exhibiting behaviors that suggested that they would be able to supply the things that you would need in a relationship? That they would be able, they would be capable, that they were thoughtful, right? Um, mm -hmm. Did they display characteristics or behaviors that were way opposite to what you might like or think, right? Um, mm -hmm. So during that time, each of those opportunities is a time when you should be evaluating, is this the person that I want to continue with? And I mean, agree. right? And I mean, continue as in one more day. Absolutely, I totally agree with you. And that's why this time that I've spent alone and working on myself and working on what it is that I want and what it is that I need and what are the things that I'm looking for in my next relationship. I do look back on my previous relationships and there were red flags that were there that I ignored. And, you know, as I got into um, another relationship, I did get better at recognizing those red flags but there's always improvement needed, you know? So that's why on this journey of finding who I am with myself, that's why I've decided in my next relationship to see those red flags, identify those, see what it is I'm willing to tolerate, what I'm not, and also, um, you know, key in on that communication piece. Yeah, because I think we ask a lot of partners that we get when from the beginning we knew this person we were really settling can i say that 
And so then we expect them to be this great communicator. We expect them to be this uh, head over the family. When the signs were clear from the beginning, this person really did not exhibit or did not have this as part of their being. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we could we were expecting too much of them. But I'm, I hate to interrupt. On the flip side of that, was that person aware of what it, what your needs were? Because they may not have been, you know, known what those needs were. So was it to their fault that they weren't supplying those needs? It was not to their fault that they weren't supplying their needs because they didn't know what what I needed. Right. However, I did see from the beginning that because of their upbringing, raised without a father or whatever, they did not possess the qualities that were needed. So then at that point, I do you decide, do I walk away from this? I should or have. is this a person that I'm willing to invest and teach them those things that you're that's missing? That's the thing. That's so the that's thing. the question. Some of us are just like, oh, I'm in love because I'm on, you know, I'm on fire or whatever. But Because everything is good in the beginning. Exactly. It's the honeymoon period. Exactly. Um, One, you know, the honeymoon period, no one has their head on straight. True. You just just don't have your head on straight. You are not thinking about um, whether or not, you know, the person was nice to the waitress that you went out to eat at. Exactly. Right. You're like, "Uh, you know what, maybe you had a bad day today or uh this is only our third date um you know you're not right we are not thinking that when the when the sign was clear from the beginning he snapped at the waitress Mm -hmm. or the waitress dropped some water and now you're in a tizzy i mean the signs were there but the goal is to look at that failure and then going into your next relationship okay this is what the previous person did. That's red flag number one. Do I pursue, continue down this road or do I know in that moment, okay, it's time to move on. Yeah. So that's why I say every relationship, I would hope we take something from it. But we don't always. That's the problem. We that should is a, grow. That, that we is should a grow and learn, but we don't. That is, that is a challenge, right? And that is an assumption that you are making, right, mm-hmm. based on based on you and what you know and who you are. You're a person of emotional growth, right? Right. Uh, not everyone is like that. They cannot be that. They will never be that. They might even want to, right? But they're just not capable. And so you might meet someone where originally, like, you were at the same level of, I'm going to call it uh, emotional growth. Right, the ability to take in, um, to assess your emotions, um, to make um, you know important uh, decisions um, that are reflective of your emotions as well as your intellect. Right, you, they might be at the same level when you meet. Okay, 
but now I'm going to assume that your your ratio of growth, right, is higher than the average man, let's say. Yes, right? exactly. Go ahead. Right? So then originally, maybe you are on the same page. Seems like you are, right? Plus you have your uh, rose-colored glasses on, right? It's the honeymoon <laughs> phase. So everything's fine. Everything's fine. Your defenses are down. Your antenna are down. Just feeling good. At some point, something, however minor, right, or major, happens. And at that point, you are not paying attention. And so we've gone, actually, one step over the stop sign already, and we didn't know it. Okay? So by the time that you really figure stuff out, how far past the stop sign are you? And now you need to communicate to that person who's way back there that there are needs in the relationship that you have that they are not satisfying. And guess what? They haven't been satisfying them for a while. Mm. But whose fault is that? Because if they do something and let's say okay maybe they were having a bad day or maybe they didn't handle that situation accordingly okay fine that's that's one time but when you're working on the fifth sixth and seventh time i feel like that's your fault for not communicating whereas if it happens again then at that point you should have that conversation like listen this is what happened before i let it go because i thought xyz but this is now the second time, and you may not be made. You may not be aware of this. This is why I feel like it's important for us to have this conversation right now. And then I would hope that person would say, "Well, what are you talking about?" And then at that point, it's your job to then say X, Y, Z, and this is how we can work on it. So now I'm hearing you say what we talked about last time, we need to bring it to their attention. Correct. So now I'm bringing it to their attention. Now, who's responsible for them doing what needs to be done or you doing what needs to be done to fix this? Well, part of that communication piece is when I said, have them repeat back to you what it is that you're expressing so that they have a clear understanding then I feel it is now on them because I've made it clear as day. Okay. I've confirmed that you've understood what it is that I'm asking of you because you've repeated it to me. And during that discussion, if you had any questions or any issues, it should have been brought up at that point because when we move beyond that point, my expectations are such that this is how it should be moving forward with that particular situation because we've had that understanding and that that. Um, that discussion on it. Well, now it becomes, okay, we've had this discussion. You brought it to my attention. Well, I would like to actually just ask a, ask a question. Yes. Did, did we have this conversation? Like, so pretend like I'm the person who has, um, you know, I was rude to the waitress, like for mm -hmm. the fifth time. Like, talk to me. What do you what do you say to me? So what do you say? say the first time I'll let it go, or I'll say, "Oh, are you okay?" You know, and then we go out again. 
you do the exact same thing. First of all, I'm not going to have the conversation in that moment because I feel like that needs to be a private conversation later on in the evening. So then I'll say, listen, I noticed that this is what happened. What's going on? Did something happen earlier in the day? And then you respond back. Well, I get, go ahead and respond. Listen, I, I, I noticed that you weren't that nice with the waitress. What's going on? I wasn't expecting that. What happened? What would you say? Why you, why, I'm sorry, what? Uh, would I don't you recall become being defensive? I, oh, he's I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't recall being rude. Well, let me give you an example. Waitress. When the waitress came over and said, um, you know, are you ready to order? He was like, can you give me five minutes? So that's what I'm talking about. So I wasn't sure if maybe you may not have thought it was rude, but she seemed to have been a little taken aback as, as was I. I don't even understand what you're saying. Should I have said six minutes or seven minutes? Well, I think your approach could have been like, no, I'm not ready to order at this time. Do you mind giving me a few minutes? I think that would have been received better. So you're still making oh, it. So now you're telling me what to say. So, so now you're telling me what to say, right? I take you out. I try to do nice things for you. And you are now telling me that I was rude to the staff. And you're telling me how I should speak to them. Well, I wasn't that, telling you how I was giving you my opinion, but if you feel like this is making you defensive, then I'm sorry about that. So at that point, I'll end the, the date like nicely, but yeah, no, you don't need to call me again. <laughs> oh. Okay. So okay. Okay. How you handle a okay. disagreement. So now I'm watching on how defensive you took that. And so those are all red signs that are going off in my head. Like, yeah, nope, I, I, I'm ending this. Okay, and I that's what. That's before okay. we went any further. But well, now, that's what I'm saying. And now that's right. right the signs were there. But right. let's say we are already full into this relationship. When we have never had an incident with the waitress, so we're in this relationship now this this conflict comes up and I bring it to your attention and you're defensive. But I think it would carry out differently. I think that if you're let's that try far, let's try more positive. Huh? Right. Let's try let's let's try it more positive. Oh okay. Right? Because I do think that it could come out very well. Right. But you right. have to realize that the way that you described it to me was, well you know, before we were actually role playing, the first thing you described to me was, well, I see it the first time, I let it go. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, I see it the first time, I let it go. Who are you? <laughs> I, I, right? Like, I, I let it go. Right? So we got a problem already right there. Yeah, really? Yeah, we got a problem right there. Now, I'm not saying that you are wrong. Right, right. Right? But we got a problem right there. So how do you like, how do you think that should have been handled if I see it the first time? Because I'm assuming, which I probably should not assume, that maybe you're having an off day or maybe something. And I'm like, okay, let me give him the benefit of the doubt. He he's this is my first time seeing this. <laughs> Hopefully, it was just an off. So how would you handle that, or what would your suggestion be? My suggestion would be to not have conversations over small things like that, right? Really? 
yeah, it is, it is either a, hey, they're going to do this thing, like this is the type of person that they are, or they're not. Then that would be my cue to not be with them. Because if this is, if oh, I look past that, nah. go ahead, I'm sorry. Nah, see, no, no. What you said, because I, I, at first I was like, what do you mean don't have that conversation? But he's right. You saw that. Maybe you did let it slide. You saw it again. Why have the conversation at all? This seems to be the person he is. So let me not deal with but this maybe person. he's not aware of that because no one's ever brought it to his attention. So that's why I'm like, because maybe, so my thing is, like, if he's unaware that this is what he's portraying himself as, you know, now if he dismisses what I say, and then he's comfortable <laughs> being rude, then so be it. But he may not be aware. So taking this on a different note, professionally, I had someone complain about a teacher and um, they had some complaints. And I said, well, is the teacher aware? Because how can you write the teacher up, give the teacher a negative evaluation if there's never been a discussion to bring it to that teacher's attention for them to make a change so i feel like it's almost similar so that's why i'm like does that teacher deserve um a, not a good write-up because this is what you observe but they may not be aware of it in this case that's what i'm thinking with this person being rude to the way okay. if no one's ever brought it to their attention they've just been allowed to do this for so long All right. yeah it sounds like what you're saying is like if they didn't know that they were doing it, I want to give right. them the opportunity to um, to know, right? And, right? and why is it that and why is it that you want to do that? Like so, so, they, so, so that they can grow, like so that they can so that they can change. So that well, I would hope bringing it to their attention would help them grow. In that area, because if the waitress is walking off in a in a fit, how many other people has this person been like that to, and they're unaware of their, you know, of their behavior? Okay, so I get yeah. that. And the question that I started with was, yeah. Yeah. is this relationship worth keeping? So we're talking about a date, the first date. But okay. let, we're in a relationship. Yeah, we're in. Okay, is this how do we react when a when a person tells us this is offensive to me? You hurt my feelings or whatever, and now all of a sudden the other person shuts down, and I've built up this wall, and you know I get defensive. I feel like it's all in the approach. Okay, like I said in the last conversation. You can say this, you can mean the same thing. You can mean the same thing. It's all in, in your approach and how you deliver that message. So if you are coming at that person, you're going to put that person on the defense. It's all about your wording and even your mannerism and how you deliver that message. And if you're in this type of a relationship, a caring, loving, so on and so forth, your partner, you, you should know how your partner will react when you're delivering certain message, messages. Mm, should you? 
if you've never encountered well, the passion, that's true. You know. if you've never encountered, I think it's all in the delivery. Right. Uh, that it being in the delivery, like I agree that you should um, communicate as warmly um, as you know in a way that a person can be receptive of. Okay, but mm -hmm. that uh, presupposes that they are receptive, that they can hear you, that they're not always on the defensive. Maybe they grew up in a family that was like, you had to be on the defensive all the time. Now, maybe you didn't look like it because you looked around and you saw that everyone else didn't act like they were on the defensive. But internally, you are always on the defensive. So no matter what you say to me and how you say it and how warmly you say it, the way that I am receiving it, I'm on the defensive. You are attacking me, right? Yes, you're attacking me. And I know right? Uh, and this is me talking now. I know mm -hmm. that you, you don't want to do that. So it really is about not relying so much on how the other person is going to receive the message. It is about how you communicate the message. And in the case of if you want something to change, or you're looking forward to compromise, what you do yourself independent of them to ensure that that change happens okay i agree with that it is going to take some stick to itness that's going to say i'm telling you because if i'm pouring out my heart i'm vulnerable and then you like get on the defensive and basically nothing changes where does that leave me then i feel like that's a question for yourself how much are you willing to put up because I know right, I have a short, <laughs> you, short patient. You're ready to dismiss people quickly. And I'm working on that because that, that is a major flaw because I am quick to say, you know what, bye. And that's not good. It's not good either. So I'm at the opposite end of the spectrum where I won't tolerate anything. I'm like, see ya. And, and like <laughs> you say, people are raised in situations where this is the norm for them to build up this wall, you're attacking me. But deep down, those people probably love you. They are, they will be faithful to you, but they don't know how to break through that wall. I think it's- Then they need to go get help. <laughs> therapy, I'm telling they you, therapy. therapy. <laughs> right, I so am a champion for therapy. For sure. Yeah. Because you are a person of emotional growth. Yes. But not everybody, I don't know, not everybody will go to a therapist. And then it, is it okay to just say it's time for me to walk away? I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt, it's gonna kill you, but how, will we ever get through this or past this? And then I think you gotta look at what is it, what are the things that, what are the challenges within the relationship? If they're not major things, is are those things that you can look past and remember all the good things that y'all have in common and do together or whatever? So I, that- and, I, I, and if it's minute things, he didn't put the toilet seat down, I can get that. But if like you said last uh, time, when you said your daughter's boyfriend was like, 
she says, where are you going? And none of your business. You know what I'm saying? And those are That's a major thing. <laughs> but that's a con that's that's only that's something only you can decide yeah you know regardless of how many conversations we have on the podcast or whatever it's what you're willing to put up with and what you what you have zero tolerance and what you for. feel your worth is correct i mean we all have worth and if you don't think you're worth anything better you will put up with it. But if you think, hey, I am worth more than this. If I see, okay, he's not changing because he's not willing to change, it's time for me to book it. But maybe he doesn't know how to change. Maybe I need to help him. If it's salvageable, yes. But know your worth. That's my takeaway from this. Know your worth. Is this relationship worth keeping? And am I willing to do my part in this relationship to keep it? All right. Any last words from you, Stephen? No. Uh, <laughs> just an invigorating conversation among people who are capable of emotional growth, right? Um, I wish there were more of us in this world. Yes, this has been a great conversation. Yeah, I let it know. We need to invite Stephen back to the next one. Yes, Stephen, we need you again. Oh my God, this was a and such the reason a why I said it is you know, what things to our attention that we were thinking of. And I like getting a male's perspective on these conversations because you're looking at it from a male's point of view. We can only shed our point of view from coming from women. Yes. So I do appreciate that. And I do want to say we are both God-fearing women and you are a God-fearing man. So we are all like-minded and we do like to close out our session with prayer, Stephen. Absolutely. So Stephen, would you be willing to give us a closing prayer? I would love to. Um, Go ahead. Father God, we thank you for every day that we wake up. Um, we thank you for the relations that we have um, with each other um, that allow us to grow, um, that bring out pieces, Lord, within us that we would like to change. Um, Lord, we ask that you keep us humble in our convictions and evaluations and judgments of others and to understand that in your essence you are grace and compassion and you are love and we seek to extend that through others through us lord jesus we love you lord Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us. Do you have a social media you would like to share? Uh, you can find me at Stephen B. Schaefer on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm old school, so I'm still on Twitter. Okay. Uh, I don't got the Snapchat. Um, I don't either, Stephen. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on this, on oh, this podcast. Oh, thank you. Thank uh, you so much. 